You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and, of course, where they are now. So... What is happening with all you guys out there, TKO Nation? What up, what up? Guess what episode it is today. Today marks our 140th episode of TKO. Man, my goodness, listen. Feels like it was just yesterday that we did our 100th episode. And you guys remember how excited we were. I think it was actually last year. Like it has to be last year sometime like in the winter or something because it's been like 40 weeks ever since our 100th episode. And here we are celebrating our 140th episode. Oh man, 40 episodes later, 40 weeks later. And honestly, every time we hit a major milestone when it comes to the episode numbers, I just can't help but think how far we've come with TKO and how all of this wouldn't have been possible first of all if it weren't because of our family here at CFRU 93.3 FM man of course if it weren't because of this platform that that was provided to us we would not be delivering our content to you guys week after week so shout out to our CFRU family here in Guelph, Ontario. We love you guys, and um, it's honestly an honor to be part of the family. So thank you for all of your support and help. And also, of course, how could I possibly forget? Shout out to all of you guys out there listening right now. If you're just listening to this particular episode, or if you have been catching up with our previous episodes, TKO Nation. We love you guys, and you already know it. If it weren't because of your love and support, we would not be here today. So shout out to you guys, of course. How could I possibly forget? So yes, it is our 140th episode of TKO. And when you think about it, I actually can't believe... Like, I just can't comprehend the fact that there's been, because uh, our shows are usually 30 minutes, every every show, every episode. And so if you divide 140 by two, uh, that would be like a 70. Like, man, that's crazy. There's almost 70 hours of your girl right here talking about mixed martial arts, boxing, and just martial arts and combat sports overall over the internet. And that is just mind-blowing. Like, how is that possible? So if I were me and, like, I had to listen to everything that I've talked about since 2016, since our very first episode, man, that actually, that would be a very interesting project. Like, you can, can do, like, an analysis of how we initially started. Like, of course, there will be some um, improvements with technical things, some of the the sections that we've added on to our show but overall like another thing that I was just thinking of was because 2016 like it's many years ago obviously so I feel like this type of things and the topics and the the fighters that were relevant at the time that we would talk about in the events and all of those stuff that were talked about say in 2016 and if you do a comparison to some of the things that we do talk about right now it will be very very interesting to actually do that comparison and to just 
compare and contrast some of the things that have happened in the world of combat sports ever since then and how far we've come with the whole sport you know like as a a whole evolutionary thing because I feel like the sport of mixed martial arts specifically it's almost improving like with you wouldn't really notice it as a fan, but like when you do become self-aware, like, man, wow, can't believe how far we've come with our sport because it is essentially a brand new sport. Like, I know it's been like 20 years ever since it was first, quote unquote, invented, but it is pretty much considered a very new sport. Like, it's evolving every year, if not like every event. Uh, but yeah, that's what I was just thinking of. Like, if you just do a comparison of our show only, some of the things that we would talk about back in the day, the good old days, you know, four years ago versus right now, you'll definitely find some interesting, interesting things to, to compare and contrast. So there you have that. Happy 140th episode of TKO to everybody listening right now. So man, as you can imagine, as always, I'm just so happy to be here today. Finally, after five minutes, I can get into what I have lined up for you guys today for episode 140. Okay, so today I'm feeling great. I hope you guys are having a great day as well. Um, Today, we're going to be, of course, doing some breakdown for you guys because that's just part of the show. It's like, if we don't have a breakdown coming up for episodes, it's like, you, you definitely feel like something's missing. So I love the fact that Uh, First of all, shout out to the UFC because the UFC almost never really disappoints because we have an event to at least just talk about and break down week after week if it if it is not a paper a numbered pay-per-view event at at least it isn't fight night and i feel like specifically with fight nights as well you have so many great fights and bouts bouts that are scheduled to happen so again shout out to the ufc and no we do not get get paid by the ufc so please please don't like uh, contact us saying oh janon like what do you always talk about the ufc well listen man it's not my fault it's just the fact that they have a lot of events happening and those events are actually pretty interesting to talk about and break down so there you have that yeah so yes like i said today of course we're going to be having our breakdown and this weekend specifically First of all, happy Canadian Thanksgiving weekend to all of you guys listening from Canada. So, uh, yes, this Thanksgiving weekend, uh, we'll be uh, at Tampa, Florida, because on Saturday, October 12th, we will be having a very good main event for this UFC Tampa, UFC Fight Night in Tampa. So we will be having a women's strawweight bout for the main event. Between the former strawweight champion, Yoana Young Jacek, she'll be coming back, ladies and gentlemen, into the octagon, and she'll be fighting off against the top contender in the strawweight division, the one and only karate hottie, Michelle Watterson. So I'm personally really excited about this uh, fight. I don't know. I, I just love it when the ladies actually do get the main events because it's really important. And I feel like specifically as of recently, uh, like, you know, when Ronda Rousey was around, of course, Ronda Rousey is a legend when it comes to uh, women's MMA and, um, you know, people like Amanda Nunes, Chris Cyborg, like when those people have fights, everybody's just so excited. But you don't always get to see these uh, phenomenal ladies get get fights for for main events. So um, it is actually pretty interesting that we do get finally 
um, a, a main event that is featuring a um, women's belt. So shout out to the UFC for actually making this fight happen. And I'm talking about the fight itself. This fight is going to be really, really interesting um, in terms of its technicalities and uh, when it comes to the level of talent that is going to be brought into the octagon on fight night. Because like I said, listen, there is a reason why Yoana Young Jacek was one of the longest reigning strawweight champions in the UFC. I think she was able to defend her um, strawweight title for about eight, eight times at least as far as I can remember at this moment. So she is not to be underestimated at all. All. So yes, she'll be fighting once again, making her comeback because I believe it's been a while since she last fought in the UFC and she'll be fighting, like I said, the title challenger, the former title challenger and the current top contender, Michelle Waterson. So I love both of these ladies. I'm a huge fan of both of them. So yes, today we'll, we'll be mainly breaking down this fight for you guys. Okay. And then I'm just looking over the co-main event. I'm not really sure that we're going to have enough time to talk about the co-main event, but I'm just going to bring it up because this as well, just looking at it, looks really, really exciting. So we have Cop Swanson, who is, again, a top contender in the featherweight bout for men. So the 145-pound division. I feel like this division as well for men's has been pretty, pretty idle as well uh, because I feel like we've only seen uh, big-name fights or rather, um, uh, like, well-marketed fights for this weight division, specifically happening for the champion of this weight division, the one and only Max Holloway, but we haven't really seen uh, a lot of non-title fights happen in this particular featherweight division. So to see, again, another featherweight bout happening as the co-main event of this specific fight night is also pretty phenomenal. So again, I'm I'm pretty happy with what I'm seeing right now. So like I said, Cup Swanson, he is a top contender in the in the featherweight uh, division, and he'll be fighting off against Crone Gracie. So Gracie again, it should ring a bell because Crone Gracie, he is indeed from the well-known Brazilian jiu-jitsu family, the Gracie family. So um, again, I'm not sure, really sure if we're gonna have time to break. Uh, the whole fight down for you guys so I might as well just briefly um, give you an analysis like right here so why not of course so like I was saying Crone Gracie he is from the uh, well-known Gracie family his great-grandfather Mr. Helio Gracie was the person who originally came up with the mix uh, excuse me with the martial arts known as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So many of you guys know Jiu-Jitsu it is uh, of course originated in Japan and uh, back in the day when um, there were a lot of Japanese immigrants who who went to Brazil to South America Helio Gracie was one of those guys who was learning Jiu-Jitsu like the Japanese form um, of um, Jiu-Jitsu and when he was learning it he thought to himself and said that hey why not I'll just take this whole um, uh, art form and then I transform it in a way so that it is actually more practical when it comes to self-defense and just uh, making this whole sport more effective and more practical so that's exactly what he did he took jiu-jitsu made it into his own form of brazilian jiu-jitsu so brazilian jiu-jitsu it's more focused at submissions as you guys many of you guys know by now 
And it is, I feel like it is the most prominent form of jujitsu used now, uh, like right now, specifically when it comes to MMA. You don't, like, of course, the techniques are really similar between Brazilian jujitsu and just um, the Japanese form of jujitsu. But like I said, Brazilian jujitsu is almost a bit more practical because it lets you um, over dominate your opponent, even if you're not at the same size as your opponent. So with Brazilian jujitsu, sorry, I'm totally, I just realized. I'm going off a very, very long tangent, but please uh, let me just finish this thought. So uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu allows you, even if you are a smaller person in, in a um, uh, altercation or in a fight, it allows you to actually over dominate your opponent, if even if your opponent is a bigger person. So yes, uh, all in all, it is the Gracie family who originally came up with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and now Helio Gracie's great... Um, great great grandson or great grandson yes great grandson is supposed to be fighting on this UFC fight night in Tampa so Crone Gracie versus Cups once and this fight is also one fight to watch out for so make sure you guys um, w- uh, catch up with this whole UFC fight night card and like I said I'm going to be talking about the main event of UFC Tampa in more detail throughout the show but okay, man. <laughs> so now let's get back on track. Um, I There are a few things that I do want to talk about today. Um, I was actually going to give you guys some motivational tips because you guys know we, we do like it's this section that kind of goes on and off because we do have this like daily slash weekly dose of motivation on TKO usually. But see, I was going to start with that, but then um, I just got into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but that's okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to move on to the actual fight stuff. So um, I actually do have a very important fight announcement for you guys uh, for New Year's. And um, it is actually, surprisingly, for Bellator. So on December 29th, ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars. Okay, so New Year's Eve. We are going to be having a great, great fight in Bellator. And this fight, this particular bout, it is something that I'm I'm sure a lot of like MMA OG fans, should I say, would really, really celebrate and enjoy. So this fight is supposed to be between um, the last emperor, Fedor Emelianenko and Rampage Jackson. So <laughs> you guys remember these two guys. They've been the real OGs of MMA. They are pretty much legends. I-, I feel like if you just bring up their names and say nothing about their track records, you obviously know who these people people are. Like They've been fighting for the longest time ever since MMA first became mainstream. They've been fighting in various organizations, taken from MMA organizations in Japan to like Strike Force to the UFC. And now here they are fighting in Bellator. So this is great because it will be pretty, pretty nostalgic for, for many of you guys. And I'm pretty sure because like I said, these guys have been fighting um, in the late 90s and even early 2000s. So a lot of us have a lot of great memories just f- watching their fights and when these guys were actually at their prime and re- pr- please do um, um I, I really try to um, emphasize the fact that when they were 
on their prime so like they're not really at their prime anymore unfortunately because like i said they've been fighting for such a long time and uh <laughs> you know when you when you get old it's just harder to first of all make weight and to deliver the same mm, level of performance that you've been delivering in the past it obviously gets harder gets harder on your body to to do as well so um things are going to be pretty interesting in this case because like i said they've been fighting for the longest time but they're not necessarily at their prime anymore but regardless i feel like it will still be a very interesting fight to watch especially because uh, we haven't really seen these two people in particular so we haven't really seen rampage and fedor fight each other in so long so it is definitely a fight that will be interesting for, for many of us, I'm sure. So I just wanted to announce it right now so that in case you guys are interested in watching it, you can mark it down your calendars. So again, December 29th for Bellator and more update will be coming your way in the following weeks because the fight announcement was just like announced. Anyway, so there is that. Uh, another thing. So let's just briefly reminisce about UFC 243 that took place over this past weekend in Australia, in Melbourne, Australia. The main event. So yes, it was for the middleweight championship of the world. And whoever would win that fight between Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya would become the unified and undisputed middleweight champion of the world. So Israel Adesanya before this was the interim champ and Robert Whitaker was the actual champ, but he hadn't really fought in so long because of the fact that he would sustain so many injuries prior to the prior to getting into uh, fights. So like when he was off of uh, training, he would just strain his um, ankle or hurt his back or so many things would happen because for some reason Robert Whitaker would always be so prone to various injuries which wasn't really cool because we already know that Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker were supposed to fight each other a long time ago but then the fight was postponed and rescheduled to this past Saturday um uh, because of the fact that Robert Robert Whitaker was injured and now um, he was finally healthy to to make this fight happen. So let's talk about this past Saturday. Um, things were pretty interesting. I couldn't really predict, if you guys remember, um, if you tuned in last week, I couldn't really give you a solid prediction as to who I thought was going to win this fight for sure because Israel Adesanya, he has his own weapons and like I said, he's such a good striker. And because of the fact that he he was the taller fighter in that case, and uh, that obviously gave him a lot of advantages. So his limbs, as a result, are much longer than Robert Whitaker. So he could just stay on the outside, and he can maintain his own range with Robert Whitaker and throw shots from the from a distance. So. While his shots will be effective, Robert Whitaker's shots wouldn't be as effective because he can't really even reach Israel Adesanya with his counter shots because his the the established range is just so long. And actually, that is exactly what happened. Not to say that Robert Whitaker didn't throw any effective shots. He f for sure did. But the thing is, I just feel like Israel Adesanya... Uh, not to say that he's too big for this middleweight weight division, the 185-pound weight division. Not at all. I feel like he, he is pretty pretty suitable for this weight division, but it's just that 
because of the fact that he's just so tall. Like he's not bigger in in terms of muscle mass and and you know all of that. He's just taller. Like when when you compare his height to every other fighter in that particular weight division, he's he's definitely the taller guy compared to anybody. So because of that, like I said, he was actually able to establish his range and he did his thing so he did what was actually expected of him uh, which was just uh, which was what i just said to you guys so he would throw his strikes from a distance and wouldn't really allow Robert Whitaker to get uh, too close to him. I don't, yeah, I, I don't really think that the guys even attempted to go for for grappling and um, taking fight to the taking the fight to the canvas. It was mostly conducted uh, fully standing up, which I think is something that Robert Whitaker could have actually taken advantage of because when you see as a fighter, when you see that your opponent is much better than you and striking then you should because it is mixed martial arts after all so you can definitely take advantage of other forms of martial arts to take the fight to turn the fight into your own advantage and i feel like in this case well yes you could argue that robert whitaker isn't the strongest wrestler or grappler when it comes to the whole um ufc but still i feel like he could have at least attempted to take the fight to the ground or at least just attempt a few takedowns if if anything and then he 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 would have just seen how things would have been in that case and you know he at least he could have just given it a try and i feel like this is where things went wrong because we already know that robert whitaker like he's such he's such a tough person he's just a, such a tough fighter so he doesn't really care if um his opponent is better than him in a, in a, a relevant in a you know related field for example in striking he will still continue to strike with you because he just has this mentality that doesn't really matter how much better you are than me i'll just keep fighting and i'll just try to win over through this um tough mentality that that i have and it doesn't matter if i get injured or if i get hit or um uh, violently beat up and cut up i will just keep fighting and then th i will try to win through decisions so that was the exact same mentality that rob whitaker had in this particular bout against israel adesanya but i <sighs> Listen, if it were me and um, I saw that that was what was actually happening for the whole course of the fight, and when I saw that I was getting hit a lot by Israel Adesanya's punches, then I would have just at least tried. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm not trying to blame Robert Whitaker for the outcome of this fight, um, I'm just saying that there were so many other things that he could have done in this particular fight to, to at least just try to change the momentum of the fight a little bit. So having said all that, I'm sure you guys already know the result by now. Uh, so yes, Robert Whitaker, unfortunately, he was knocked out by uh, Israel Adesanya. And something that was really interesting that I really do want to point out about Israel Adesanya's style was that, well, you guys already know his <laughs> his nickname is actually the Stylebender. And uh, it was really um, not ironic, but like it was... It was interesting to see that he actually took that into his style of fighting because when Robert Whitaker would throw his shots specifically, Stylebender would 
literally bends his body in a way that he, you would think that he's literally in a Matrix movie. That's how uh, flexible and uh, I guess bendable he was in this particular bout because he would dodge away from the punches, but in a way that would be actually awkward to most like everyday people. But Stylebender could actually do it. He could, like I said, he could actually bend his body in a way that he could dodge away from Robert Whitaker's punches in a way that he didn't really have to like go back step back he would just stand in the same place and then just move his body from from the back and you know like I said it was literally like a matrix movie that's how bendable and flexible he was uh when it came to uh, defending those shots so that was really interesting because I hadn't really noticed that with Stylebender like you would see a few highlights here and there of him doing incredible stuff in his fights, but I actually hadn't actually hadn't really paid attention to it in in um, the actual live fight. But that was what happened. That was pretty interesting, and uh, like I said, it definitely turned things into his advantage because he was able to finally um, knock out Robert Whitaker. Now, having said that, I really wish the fight had actually lasted a bit more and that it was it was a bit close um, in the fight and that Robert Whitaker would have at least attempted a few other things in his fight, fight strategy and hadn't really just stuck to striking with Israel Adesanya and had attempted a few other things. But listen, man, it is what it is. And... Um, you know, the fight already happened. There's nothing we can do about it at this point. Not to say that I wasn't happy when Israel Adesanya was crowned as a new champion. I surely was. But I just, I, I mean, I, I don't want to say it this way, but I was a bit disappointed with Robert Whitaker's performance. And I actually kind of did feel bad about him. But like I said, I'm sure he'll be back for sure. He just needs some time to rest. And, you know, sometimes when you're at the top for so long, you kind of forget or like... You kind of take your position for granted. So when things like this actually do happen and you don't have that top position anymore, it almost forces you to work harder and to become better as a fighter or just like a person overall. So I definitely uh, try to think optimistically about this with Robert Whitaker's case. And I'm sure he will take like after resting a little bit, he will definitely have the same mentality as well. But regardless, I just want to give a big shout out to both guys. That was a great fight. And uh, yeah, I wasn't, I was a little bit disappointed, but not really. I was still pretty entertained and it was a good fight to watch overall. So yeah, there you have that. Uh, that was a, actually a very long reminiscing session about that fight. Um, for the for the last uh, few minutes that we have actually for the show let's just quickly break down the main event for UFC fight night in Tampa between Michelle Waterson and Joanna Young Jacek so uh, I'm just gonna spill a little bit of tea for you guys with regards to what's happening with Joanna Young Jacek for this particular bout because like I said this is a strawweight bout and it is supposed to be happening at 115 pounds for both of these ladies but Joanna Young Jacek I believe her past few bouts have been um, at the 125 pound weight division. So 
Um, uh, rumor has it that Joanna Janjacek is actually having a lot of difficulty cutting down to 115 pounds, but I'm sure the fight is still taking place uh, given the fact that the fight is only a few days away and that is coming up soon. So I'm hoping that she's actually able to make way for this bout because this fight is so, so interesting. And uh, uh, just a few uh, fun facts on Joanna Janjacek. She is actually a former wor world Muay Thai champion a multiple-time world Muay Thai champion, actually. And Michelle Watterson, like her nickname actually suggests, she is a, a, she has a very strong background in karate. That was her original martial, uh, martial arts. And in her fighting, she does tend to rely a lot on her karate skills, specifically when it comes to throwing karate-style uh, karate kicks, if that makes sense. So this fight is going to be really exciting. Again, I'm predicting that this fight will be mostly conducted standing up and um, in a striking mode because both ladies have very strong backgrounds in striking and I'm sure they're pretty confident in their striking skills. But if anything, uh, I, will, I will be really interested to also see how things would actually be if either one of these ladies decides to take the fight to the ground. And um, yeah, I, I'll be actually pretty interested to see how things would turn out that way. And I really wish that we had more time to break things down for you guys. But um, either way, make sure you catch up with this UFC Fight Night in Tampa fight card. It's happening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Zone, Saturday, October 12th. And I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to all of our Canadian fans listening because it is going to be a long weekend for most of us. And um, this fight, this whole fight card in particular will be really, really even more enjoyable because we have this whole long weekend coming up. So I'm sure you guys definitely get my excitement. And I'm sure you guys are so happy that we have this long weekend coming up. It's been so hard this past week for most of us, especially University of Guelph students because of midterms and assignments. But listen, the long weekend is coming coming up so yeah i'm just gonna leave it there unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week you guys already know make sure you go to cfargue.ca to catch up with our previous episodes and you can also go to soundcloud and itunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well and until next time it's your girl jenna right here and this is tko peace out Just